Texas Motor Speedway. So what have you remembered from that test and, and learned, have you learned even more in the short practice we had yesterday? Yeah, I think, you know, coming back here, uh, it was a big difference compared to when I was here in April. It was my first ever experience on an oval. So that was obviously, uh, you know, a, a big challenge. It was a difficult day. I was lucky to have James there by my side to sort of coach me through that day. But for sure now after, you know, the month of May, uh, I was feeling a lot more comfortable getting here. Uh, and also on the first, you know, first run straight away, I felt quite comfortable, even though this track is, is quite a different uh, type of track and challenge compared to Indy, but um, yeah, I was feeling okay. You're also coming off of your first podium finish uh, last weekend in Detroit. How do you feel in terms of momentum heading into this weekend? I feel great. Uh, like I said, first podium for, for me in the series and you know, the ROSPM team has done a great job all year, but we've had some you know, I don't want to blame bad luck, but it's not been going our way, let's put it that way, and uh, to be able to sort of hook uh, a race uh, together and then you know the way we executed that race was was great from from driving to pit stops to strategy and to finish off with a podium was a nice reward for the whole uh, ROSPM team I feel. James Hinchcliffe part of one of the most exciting finishes here at Texas Motor Speedway a couple of years ago although I'm wish I'm sure he wished it turned out just a little bit differently but James I saw yesterday that you mentioned you know, you feel that you're even with a short practice further along than you were last year what are some things that are clicking right now for you and the team yeah I think you know over the the course of the weekend last year we uh, we developed both uh, SPM cars uh, pretty well and, and got <clears throat> both cars into a good spot for the race so we were able to kind of roll off with a similar setup and uh, and luckily it seems to have translated pretty well I mean obviously nobody got the amount of running that they were hoping for yesterday um, but for the the couple runs that we did get you know I think uh, for this time last year we're a little bit further ahead so we've just been trying to look at the data that we were able to collect overnight and uh, try to make a few changes for this morning. And we've got a lot to squeeze into this next practice session. You know, obviously we still want to get uh, a bunch of race running done because you do have to get uh, a good race car over the full distance here, but qualifying is, is important and track position is certainly more important here than it used to be. And, uh, and qualifying is going to be uh, pretty key. So a lot of work to do this afternoon, but feeling pretty good about it so far. Questions for James and Marcus. Yes, Patrick or Bruce. All right, James, I'm going to put you on the spot. Raptors and what? Pardon me? Raptors and how many games? Uh, six. <laughs> and have you gotten any response yet on your... No, Ka Kawhi, Kawhi has, not, has not responded yet to my yeah. offer. But uh, it still stands. Marcus, you're part of what we affectionately call Team Canada because you have a Canadian driver uh, or a Canadian teammate. You've got another Canadian teammate in Robbie, Canadian team owner in Rick Peterson. How does a guy from Sweden fit in? James said last week that there's Sweden has a lot in common with uh, Canada, that it's almost kind of like the Canada of Europe. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we both love hockey. I think both countries do. And uh, fortunately for me, we usually beat the Canadians. It's just there, not so. just blatantly not true. <laughs> I mean, anybody with a Google can tell you that that's a complete lie. Uh, all right. We, we can dis uh, agree to disagree on that. Um, but no, I think... Um, yeah, it's been good so far. You know, it's uh, it's all good guys in our team, and uh, uh, yeah, it's been working really good. He's an honorary Canadian now, <laughs> except when it comes to hockey. <laughs> He's not good enough for that. Patrick, uh, one for Mark, one for Marcus, one for James. Uh, Marcus, coming off your best weekend, how do you translate that into an oval, uh, a solid oval weekend? 
I think, you know, coming from a result like that, no matter where you go next, you will bring that sort of confidence and momentum into that uh, weekend. And that's what we're trying to do. Uh, I'm certainly feeling uh, that confidence in myself. And, and I think also, you know, you can see on all the guys in the team as well that it was a good boost for all of them. And, and uh, they were obviously very pleased with the, with the results. So I think just for everyone in the team, it's been a good boost. and something we definitely can build on even though it's a very different type of uh of race here in, in texas and then james uh the tire situation you said you were going to try and do some long runs today um in talking to kara yesterday she's saying this will probably be the hottest session we'll have do you think this will be the ultimate test of those new compound tires yeah ultimately i think so i mean with track temps up uh, obviously it's going to be a pretty green track given the given the rain so this is you know worst case scenario in terms of track conditions from uh, from the tire side and i know that they've Firestone have done a lot of work uh, since last year. They've got a couple different options for us, and I've got uh, no concerns. I'm sure it's going to be fine, and we're going to be able to race no problem. Other questions? Jim. James, in talking to some of the uh, guys yesterday, it seems like everybody would like to avoid pack racing if possible, obviously, I think, but it's a very tough needle. I think IndyCar and Firestone are having a thread. Which way would you, you know, I was talking to Graham yesterday. He was kind of saying, if it leans more toward a pack race, that'd be okay because it's a good show. And then Scott yesterday seemed to have a different opinion, but you know he's a little biased after having won last year. So, yeah, I mean, I think ultimately, you know, pack racing is entertaining in in a in a certain respect, but it's not the only way to put on a good race on a mile and a half oval. What you really need is the right amount of tire degradation. You know, if you look at the oval tracks that we go to, where we have a lot of tire day it traditionally puts on a good race i mean since we've been coming here in 2012 with the new car we've seen a lot of races that really came down to managing your tires and they were exciting races yeah fine 16 looked like a bit of a pack race because we all had new tires with 10 laps to go but that wasn't really indicative of the of the rest of the race at all um you know you look at races like iowa lots of tire day good race races like phoenix no tire day terrible race um, it really comes down to how much the tires fall off, and, and this track traditionally has been a, been a part of that. So I don't think we need pack racing to put on a good show. I think it becomes a lot more about strategy, a lot more about managing your tires and your, and, and your setup accordingly. Um, you know, we've always been really good at that at, at, at Aero SPM. We've had cars that took care of tires over a long run, um, maybe not the quickest over a single lap, but that's not necessarily what you need to, uh, to win the 600. So we'll... Uh, carry on with what we've got and I think we're heading in the right direction and hopefully we'll put on a good show tomorrow night. Other questions? Yes, Bruce. This is the second longest running race on the current IndyCar schedule. Started with the IRL back in 97. I know there's been some kart races such as Toronto that are now part of the schedule. But this has always kind of held a special place in the history of this series. Uh, how big is it to still win at Texas Motor Speedway? At one time, it was huge. How, where do you see it fitting in today? Yeah, it's still up there for sure. You know, I mean, I think uh, Eddie Gossage and the team here at TMS do a tremendous job making this race a big deal. Uh, the show's always been very good here. It's the only place you get cowboy hats. So, you know, it's, it's definitely uh, one that everybody wants to win. And, uh, and like I said, the, the show's usually pretty good. The, clo the finishes are usually pretty close. And that's what the fans want to see. And as drivers, those are the kind of races you want to win. Yes, sir. Uh, for Marcus, obviously the transition from F1 to IndyCar, uh, it's been documented a little bit. But talk about, for folks who haven't heard that, your transition and how much a help James has been because you've uh, talked about how much help James has been making you that, helping you make that transition. 
Yeah, I think the two series are very different and, and the cars are, are very different. So obviously with the less downforce that you have in the, in the cars, it's, uh, it requires a different way of driving, I would say. And also no power steering versus power steering in IndyCar and F1 is also a big difference in the way it feels. And also for me, maybe the biggest challenge has been the tires to get used to that. Uh, the Firestones without tire warmers compared to Pirelli's with tire warmers. So it's been a lot of things to get used to. Um, obviously on the on the tracks the road and street courses is something that's quite similar to what i've done sort of all my racing life whereas the ovals is something completely new so uh, it's been a lot to sort of uh, learn and yeah i've been really lucky to have an experienced guy like james next to me in the team and you know been asking him a lot of things and sort of looked a lot at his data on board videos and stuff like that and uh, and that's been super helpful for me to get up to speed uh, especially on the ovals uh, but then you know it's it's also you know it's it's about experience as well. Uh, that's what r rewards in this series as well. You know, see some of the guys that's been here a long time, been on these tracks for 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 many years. You know, it's it's definitely not easy to to come in and, and compete right up there uh, straight away. So it is uh, one of the toughest series in the world, and you know I've experienced that this year. But uh, love the challenge. It's 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 a great uh, great series to be part of, and I'm having a lot of fun. Any other questions for James or Marcus? Gentlemen, before we go, we are at about halfway of the season. I know it's hard to believe, but Marcus, how would you sort of evaluate your first half of the season so far? And James, as the team veteran, how would you say the team has progressed up to this point? Yeah, I think from, from my side, I think it's been, talking pre-Detroit, it's been very disappointing result-wise, but uh, very promising pace-wise. Mm -hmm. I think already from from St. Pete, we had good pace in the in the in the cars in, in both uh, RSBM cars. So it's just been one of those years for sort of it's always been something going against us sort of thing. That's been the feeling, and we haven't really put on on paper the the pace we we feel like we've had. That's why the Detroit result really was was a great sort of uh, yeah great result that we really needed at that uh, point when it happened. So hopefully we can build on that and sort of continue to run up front for the rest of the year. But yeah, it's, it's been a big learning process for me. Uh, and yeah, like I said, the results has not been what I wanted, but hopefully now after the, the podium last time out, we can continue to run up there. Yeah, I'll basically echo what, what Marcus said. I mean, I think uh, the, the results certainly don't represent the kind of pace we think we've had on, on Sundays, certainly. I mean, our Saturdays may not have been quite as productive as we would have liked at a couple tracks, but, uh, but ultimately the race pace is good. The cars have been raceable. Um, you know, Marcus especially has done a tremendous job on Sundays getting up through the fields. And, uh, we, j I mean, I hate to say it cause it sounds like such a cop out, but we have genuinely had like a decent amount of not great luck. Um, we're not even looking for good luck, just no bad luck. And I think it would, it would kind of change the look of our season a little bit. So, you know, I'm proud of the team. I'm proud of the effort that we've put forward. Uh, there's definitely some things we can clean up and improve and we're constantly looking inwards and, and trying to do that. But, uh, ultimately I think the pace that we've had, especially in the races, uh, is a little bit better than it looks like. So we're just going to keep doing our job in that sense, keep trying to execute on Sundays. And, you know, one of these days it'll hopefully start falling in our favor. John, yes, we'll finish up with Bruce. Marcus, did you hear from any of your mates back in F1 after Detroit last Sunday? Yeah, I mean, obviously I had a few, like 10 of the guys from the F1, Sauber F1 team, or Alfa Romeo F1 team, they was there, they came out to see see the race, so they were very happy to, to see the, you know, see the race, and was there celebrating with me after. 
uh, and then of, of drivers, uh, Checo sent me a message, and I was also speaking with Daniel after. So, uh, yeah, there's a few that's been reaching out, and you know, happy for my uh, success. Gentlemen, thank you very much. Good luck today. Thanks, guys. Thank you.